0: Welcome to the Year of the Movie podcast, the podcast where we talk about movies from the year of the movie, 2023. I'm Sebastian. I'm Maggie. And as always, in our video corner, we have Bryce controlling
1: our little booth there. On the ones and twos, and I did not adjust my camera. There we go. (laughs) That was a lot of forehead there for a second. Welcome,
0: everybody. Uh, today's episode we're going to be talking about the movie chupa
2: everyone's been asking for it and <laughs> we're finally getting there yeah
0: uh, Bryce let me ask you a question please why did we start this
1: podcast? because we this year mm-hmm. this year wild movies yeah mm-hmm. wild movies you've got you've got a uh, 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 um, a Thanksgiving thriller that yeah. might be about colonialism yeah mm-hmm. we've got a uh a lot of video game movies coming out, I think. We yeah, we had Tetris, we had Mario. Oh, yeah, yeah, There's mm-hmm.
3: another
1: one. There might have been. I can't remember. Yeah, Um, And, like, you got oh, big n- properties. Five Nights You've at Freddy's. That's Five yeah. Nights at Freddy's, yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, Still not as good as Willy's Wonderland. I yeah. bet. Uh, just bonkers movies. Yep. And so, this is the year to cover it, but we're only covering movies that happen in this year. So, like, movies. Might come out later if they are in a festival. Mm-hmm. Did I get that right?
2: Mm-hmm. We'll find we'll find ways to
1: we'll find loopholes. Yeah.
0: So if if a movie gets a theatrical release twenty twenty four but was in a festival twenty twenty three, then we can talk about it.
1: Mm-hmm. That's it. I remember that part. Yeah. yeah.
0: Or uh, if it gets theatrical release in twenty twenty three but released at a festival in twenty twenty two, we'll still talk about it. Yeah. Solid. <laughs>
1: Gives us more episodes for a thing that already is going to have a lot we're, of episodes. Yeah. <laughs> and i'm along for the ride mm-hmm. unless i just accidentally watch the movie <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so
0: like i said today's episode is about chupa mm-hmm. what a movie let's get into the synopsis yeah uh, while visiting family in mexico teenage alex gains an unlikely companion when he discovers a young chupacabra hiding in his grandpa's shed to save the mythical creature, Alex and his cousins must embark on the adventure of a lifetime.
2: I know what you're going to say. I looked at this log line everywhere. Uh huh. He does not find it in a shed. But everywhere it was like, he finds this in the shed.
0: It is fully a barn.
2: It's fully a barn, and also, I would not describe him as teenage Alex.
0: He's in middle school, so it's. Un- unlikely he's a teenager if he's
2: a teen he's a teenager in the way that like 13 is technically a teenager yeah but, but
0: even that i don't think he was
2: no anyway um what were your first impressions when you heard about this piece of cinema <laughs>
0: um, cinema indeed mm-hmm. this piece indeed <laughs> um my first impression was okay that's cute i guess you know it's a kid's movie obviously mm-hmm. um bringing cryptids into the limelight for children which Mm -hmm. i know is something that we want to do as well but Mm -hmm. yeah what were were your reactions uh
2: my first impression was oh interesting um as like hearing the actual what it's actually about but then i also heard about this for the first time in the context of uh the reaction to the title Mm -hmm. which we will get into later Mm -hmm. um so it was more just like Interesting concept. What a wild way to execute it. Yeah. <laughs> and that, I think that was an accurate feeling to have after watching the movie. Sure.
0: <laughs> uh, Bryce, do you remember hearing about this movie?
2: You like cryptids.
1: I, I do love cryptids. I did. Not, I, mm. No, I'm thinking of the very old Chupacabra movie. Uh, it was like late 80s, early 90s Chupacabra film. Mm uh real like cd tier mm-hmm. uh i have not heard this but is this sounds like cryptid et correct yeah okay it's a great synopsis yeah that's just what it sounds like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep
2: yep uh yeah this is a netflix original movie this oh is... no <laughs> <Yeah>. uh...
1: <laughs> that changed i i thought it was like fully theaters yeah no (laughs) No, no. no, no, no.
2: um you're you're kind of still like on the nose though with cryptid or with et i
0: guess it's it's more like mac and me (gasps) oh yeah
2: that that's also fair um yeah the the director did say that he tried to make this um a love letter to steven spielberg
0: Mm, so et
2: so et uh we'll get into how successful that was (laughs) not going to give away anything with the tone that we've been using so far
0: this is a completely neutral tone yeah
2: um yeah so we can break down the trailer
0: yes we always break down the trailer that's
2: a thing that we do yeah for reasons at
0: what point do we stop explaining why we break down the trailer do we always do it i mean what if a new viewer is like you know what This is the episode. This is the episode, Chupa. I mean, that's.
2: (laughs) I wasn't gonna tune in, and then they got me.
0: (laughs) I love that movie. I gotta see what they think of it
2: because they also love this movie.
0: Oh no! (laughs) No spoilers.
2: um i don't know when we'll stop but i don't think today is that day
0: great so why do we talk about the trailer
2: uh for a couple of reasons i'm so glad you asked um one of them is we cannot legally show you the trailer um the other is i think it's always interesting when movies first come out to hear about how they were originally pitched at the time and then you can see that like change over time with people's receptions and everything Mm -hmm and also uh later on we'll get into like actual spoilers of things that happened in the movie so if you hear about the trailer you think it sounds interesting go watch it pause this youtube video slash uh, spotify episode or wherever (laughs) you get your podcast and then come back (laughs) is that a good pitch that's a great
0: pitch. thank you right off the tongue
2: yeah (laughs) felt good when i said it um i think it's my turn I to think do it this yeah. Turn, yeah great so we fade up to a thunderstorm and a lightning strikes before the screen cuts to black comes back to several jeeps on the side of the road at night with a man yelling follow me it went this way to a group of people there's another dip to bla- black then it comes back up on the four four of the people walking past the camera with flash fl- lights i'm off to a great start
0: you're doing great let me know if you need tagged.
2: flash lights <laughs> <laughs> another dip to black a man in a cave shines his flashlight on a feather he picks up off the ground a small creature runs behind the group of four the netflix logo briefly appears before we see a plane landing with a woman says you're gonna have fun your dad always said san javier was a magical place and a young boy gets off the plane cut to a woman speaking to her son in their kitchen telling him and your cousins will be there with him responding but i don't even remember them we see the boy with his luggage in a different house looking at a luch- looking at luchador memorabilia with audio from a news reporter saying now a local story from latin america and a creature called el chupacabra the tv shows an investigation on the side of a road a man waving a metal detector at the ground pause i would love to know what he was looking for um we see the young boy outside with his family as he asks el chupa what and his cousin says el chupacabras you've never heard of it there's a shot of a car driving down a desert road with another feather floating in the wind we hear a man say el chupacabras doesn't exist and see the boy look out a window at night The man says, it's a fairy tale, and we see the boy outside at night, startled by a movement in a bush. He gasps and backs away. Another dip to black before showing the boy sitting in a barn next to a small box in the daylight. There's a noise behind him, and he sees the small creature come out from hiding. He backs away, and then we see a full shot of the chupacabra looking at the boy and holding the small box. There's a title card from the people that brought you Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Along with dramatic music, we see the boy in the barn again, showing his cousins his discovery. One asks, what is that? and the other responds el Cabras, and they all pet it <laughs> the boy says what about we call him chupa and the girl says you know chupa means sucker right there's a, clo- a close-up of chupa's face then a quick shot of the kid's grandfather joining them in the barn petting the creature he says chupa he'll be our little secret and we see the boy bringing chupa food at night he tells chupa don't worry i'm gonna take care of you another cut to black coming back up on the grandfather saying there's some bad people out there who want to take advantage of this creature and we see a man Christian slater uh looking through binoculars (laughs) there's some brief images of a larger chupacabra carrying the smaller one in its mouth running away from a car chasing it at night slater talks to the grandfather and says i know you saw it before another shot of him pointing a flare gun and firing it inside a cave then a shot of the large chupacabra flapping its wings and roaring another dip to black and then one of the cousins says we have to get him out of here and the kids run outside towards a car saying we gotta go as slater runs behind them yelling for them to stop the kids get inside a car which lurches to a stop the boy asks are you sure you know how to drive and then there are quick cuts of slater at the car it driving away and the kids cheering title card and dramatic music this april and then the younger cousin in a luchador mask and cape standing next to chupa on the top of a roof He jumps off and we see chupa attempting to fly before landing in a pile of hay next to the boy title card all families have secrets and then the boy sits with chupa saying you don't have to be alone anymore your family is still out there over shots of him hugging his cousin and then the sunset over the desert another brief close-up of chupa and the boy then a small colorful figurine of a chupacabra and the boy saying we will find them before a shot of chupa on a rock hallowing at the moon title card says theirs is legendary with the grandpa putting on a luchador costume then voiceover from the boy saying wherever you are as fireworks goes go off chupa is running and the music builds until the title screen cuts to black fades back up to the boy hugging chupa in the desert saying i will always be by your side softer music as the title card chupa comes on screen then cuts to black to a shot of chupa running over rocks and howling again with the netflix logo appearing pretty standard yeah as far as kids adventure movie kids movie trailer goes yeah. yeah um i feel like the title cards saying all families have secrets There's this legendary implies a deeper connection than what the movie yeah actually it shows. makes
0: it feel like they are connected to the true like their families
2: have been guardians to, of it or something
0: but no they just happened to stumble upon yeah the
2: um i don't think I saw the trailer for this movie until, uh, what time is it? <laughs> Three hours ago, <laughs> or something. I know I watched it. Yeah. Um, I, so I didn't realize that they acknowledge Chupa's name in the trailer. Uh, sort of they do. They acknowledge it in the way that the, like, that's it. That's all that the movie does to acknowledge
0: Yeah, but also Chupa. it means more than sucker. It
2: does. <laughs> it does. <laughs> um, it, it also kind of makes it look more dramatic than what actually happens. That's just how trailers are sometimes. Yeah. Um, and then pretty straightforward plot of a kid-centric family movie of kid finds creature, bad guy wants creature, hijinks mm. ensue. So, uh,
0: Bryce, I saw that you were looking something up. Yeah, I is wanna... it the fact that he has wings in this movie? Yes. Yeah. That... So yeah. Yeah.
2: Um. <laughs> so to describe how the chupacabra looks in this movie um the, the guy that was in charge of the cgi said that they didn't specifically they the mix that they wanted they didn't want it to be like too obviously a dog or too obviously feline so they tried to go for a mix of all of them more the of way a cat th- to me but. it was it, it was kind of cat face with dog movements yeah. um the way that i would describe it is is the loth cat <laughs> from, uh, from, star from star wars rebels
1: yeah no that's exactly what it looks yeah. like yeah like it's furry um, it's supposed to be a dog-lizard-looking mm-hmm. yeah. thing. Because there are no that's, lizard that's elements. That, that's what ticked me off. I was like, the- "Yeah, well, it's spits. it
2: spits.
0: It spits. Yeah. Um, oh. This lives in the desert still, but it does yeah. just fully have a coat.
2: This is also specifically, in all of the marketing and all of everything that people have talked about it, this is specifically a retelling to make the chupacabra more approachable for kids. Yeah. Why? Why? don't know big chupacabra is up to something it's got <laughs> it's why? got
0: thumbs it Arr. has thumbs it can grab things it's sits. yeah at one point it like it sort of like stands up and starts dancing around that's a. we'll
1: we'll, we'll, we'll get talk there so it. the one of the explanations for the chupacabra it, like a real world explanation is that it was a mangy dog people are mm-hmm. just seeing a mangy dog go rabid yeah mm-hmm. and i don't know maybe it's the cryptid puritan in me that once how it is supposed to be portrayed i get this is for kids but also the part where they say that it's a stuff of fairy tales mm-hmm. irked me totally not necessary but yeah. cryptids are part of folklore they're uh, you know ingrained heavily in south american folklore fairy tales are reserved for this speaking about uh fantastical stories and mostly european countries Mm -hmm. and then whenever they i don't know it's a really small really small thing
2: but Uh, yeah um also the chupacabra legend uh originated in puerto rico this movie takes place in mexico chupacabra didn't become like attached to mexico until after like it gained popularity on a much larger scale when white
0: people don't understand the difference of puerto rico and mexico
2: basically but also like it's not like this movie was only made by white people. That's true. Um, this is part of the movie. Like, I guess spoiler zone now. We did not like this movie. But one of the... <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What? I know. <laughs> Sorry.
0: But only it's only spoilers for our thoughts.
2: Yeah. But one of the like positives that I do highlight in my notes, but I feel like we won't talk about it that much, is that one of the intentions of this movie is to highlight... Like, culture in Mexico Mm -hmm. and having a boy, like, learn to appreciate his heritage and where he comes from. So I appreciate that this is, like, a vehicle to do that and to get people also interested in Mexican culture who haven't really known anything about it before. Um, It's still interesting to me. Maybe it's just, like, studio hands all over this, but, like, there's almost something, like, very meaningful at the center of this movie and then there's so many weird turns where it's like but why would you do it like that
0: (laughs) i did think that this movie was like not i don't want to say if you want to teach your kid spanish have your kid watch this movie but if your kid is learning spanish and english then i feel like this would be a good movie um yeah because some of the characters only speak spanish Mm -hmm. and they don't speak english yeah. And it's kids talking to each other and and if you're a kid seeing kids talk to each other then I think it's easier to pick that up. Yeah. So like I thought like that would be like a good thing for it. This
2: is a good family movie and I'm also trying to be mindful of the fact that we are not the target audience. Yes.
0: But also it it gets to a point where they're like after they've established that this character only speaks Spanish and doesn't understand English, mm-hmm. they sort of ditch that in the sense of like everyone understands each other but still talks in the different languages it's
2: like one of those weird we're not going to acknowledge the passage of time things where yeah. so like alex the boy goes to san javier to um meet or re-meet re-establish his connection and with visit. his and visit his grandfather and then his two two of his cousins um he says that he is learning spanish um but that like his dad died like a year ago and since his dad died uh he hasn't really been interested in learning Spanish so like it starts off with like his mom tries to get him interested in it or he says that his mom tries to get him to speak Spanish we see her in the one scene that she's in we see her at the house speaking to him in Spanish and him responding to her in English um and then as the movie goes on then they all just kind of understand each other so like you could almost explain that as like maybe he's been there long enough that like whatever level of spanish he understood then he's back yeah like he's able to understand but i yeah they weren't quite they were a little sloppy with yeah. uh, the language stuff but like some people speaking spanglish was mm-hmm. like an interesting and real yeah. part of it uh but it's not it's not super based in realism no we should say the chupacabra (laughs) movie
0: (laughs) we should say that this is a period piece
2: that's true it takes place
0: in 1996
2: and they make sure you know it's 1996 or at least just the 90s with all of the set design and like
0: his bedroom back at his home in america is just like filled with 90s things so many
2: 90s references he has uh, a game boy yeah he
0: plays a game boy throughout like the entire film like an it, original game boy yeah. he
2: plays his emotional support game boy <laughs> that is kind of relevant to the plot um and then he also when he meets his cousin then he's wearing a teenage mutant ninja turtles shirt and his cousin does not speak english and he does not speak spanish and his cousin points at it and goes cowabunga and then tackles him <laughs>
1: The, the turtles just bring people together. Yeah, well, they truly. always do. Mm-hmm. You
0: know, Have a beautiful time. And it was just those '90s movies of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and the cartoon, the live action. Mm-hmm. Oh, the live action. Yeah. Oh.
2: the good old days. A beautiful time.
0: <laughs> Shall we talk about the cast?
2: Sure. <laughs> it's a small cast. Um, uh, Damian Bish- Bashir Bashir is sure? uh, Hava or abuelo uh, they never really say his name it's chava chava yeah
0: his name okay. is chava but abuelo is Abui- what they yeah. call him
2: uh evan witten is alex the main boy nicholas verdugo as memo who is the younger cousin
0: who only speaks spanish yeah
2: um ashley sierra as luna who is the older cousin who knows english pretty well mm-hmm. Um, she's also in A Million Miles w- Away, which is another 2023 movie that we'll be talking about oh, at some point.
0: I don't think I even know that one.
2: That's the that's the astronaut one that we watched the. the, the oh right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then Christian Slater as Richard Quinn. Yeah, um, Christian
0: Slater is the weird casting yeah. choice of this movie. Um,
2: the mom is in one scene. Um, <laughs> is she
0: only in? one yeah
2: adriana paz plays julia um and then i love that
0: the guy's character's name is jumpsuit jumpsuit. yeah yeah. um
2: and then everyone else is just kind of background characters michael
0: coast costruff like he shows up in things he is in one scene of this movie yeah one useless scene of this movie
2: yeah um yeah plot holes slash world building um so the loose, where the 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 structure for this movie is, Alex goes to um, his dad's hometown to meet up with his family. He's there for like a day. uh There's a brief flashback or meanwhile thing of like Christian Slater and the Chupacabra thing. Christian Slater at one point says that he's working for the uh, U.S. government but that's i think that's a lie that he just tells the grandpa and he's not actually working for the government it doesn't super matter uh but he's working for either the u.s government or a medical company to hunt the chupacabra
0: because
2: for its healing abilities is that anything
0: is that that... anything also we should say i guess now this really is spoiler territory for the movie yeah this
2: is the everything that happened bryce does the
0: chupacabra have healing powers because there, I'll, I'll tell you this: there is a scene where they find a goat that they think is sick, but it's just because the chupacabra sucked the goat's blood. Mm-hmm. But then Alex is inspecting the goat, and the, like the the bite mark starts healing.
1: No. Yeah, there's nothing beneficial about the chupacabra. He gets he yeah.
2: gets a kite on his hand. Alex does. Alex gets yeah gets a kite on his hand, and then he wakes up the next morning, and the chupacabra is on top of him in bed, like. Sucking on his hand. Uh, and he screams. And then the Chupacabra runs out the window. And then he looks at his hand and it heals. And it's like never really brought up again. Except by Christian Slater. But like.
1: It just sounds like they needed a plot. They need they Yeah, they needed,
2: they
0: needed a reason for why someone wanted. Why a bad guy would want to find the Chupacabra. Which I don't get why they could not have just been like oh there's a monster the police force
2: or like it's the chupacabra he like is a he had he's had this goal since he was a child and then like it becomes one of those you live long enough to see yourself become the villain type of situation Yeah, which like
0: maybe that's the case they don't really establish that no the, like the only things like a, a a white guy comes in on the helicopter and is like, listen, Christian Slater, you have a week left, or else the board is going to get angry the and
2: Im- cut
1: your funding.
2: The investors are mad. And
1: you know what happens when they're mad. Yeah. I think this could have been reworked into a scenario where they were trying to, like, this was, it's instead of a medical company, there was some sort of wildlife preservation thing. They're going in to hunt the chupacabra. Uh,. And they find a little pup chupacabra that's like, oh, look at this guy. Uh, And he's a bit of a runt of his litter. Mm -hmm. There's other chupacabras, right? Adult chupacabras. And make it more of a story of uh, you're not what you're made to do. And so you raise the chupacabra to go against its instincts because it doesn't want to be this bloodthirsty thing it's like yeah. i know you're not this bloodthirsty thing like climax of the movie right mm-hmm. and the the kids like st- trapped behind a corner we were past the the dark uh, night of the soul mm-hmm. uh the chupacaba was like coming after him after he kind of went bad he's like no i know you're better than this and then he breaks down they have a heartwarming moment the chupacaba doesn't attack them and then uh they go from there And it still lines up with it. Did that make sense? Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, you want a full version of um, when Chris Pratt does the, like, hand thing in front of the...
3: the...
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't want it. No one wants it. I... It's not the movie we want. <laughs> it's the movie we deserve. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe
2: Chupacabra is the movie we deserve. <laughs> I mean,
1: the, the Jurassic Park storyline lines up better for this creature than the E.T. storyline. This you know? yeah. this
2: particular version of the E.T. storyline doesn't make sense. So, so Christian Slater chases down the Chupacabra. Um, he gets the baby and then the parent Chupacabra defends the baby. It... Uh, there's a whole car crash um it basically hides the baby and takes attention off of it so that the kid can get away um and then the rest of the time is christian slater trying to find the baby Mm -hmm. and then uh the kids find it like the next day (laughs) or whatever you find out that abuelo was the one that was in the car crash and he like hid the baby and that's why it's in the barn and then and then they find it um also abuelo used to be a luchador and then he suffered from a massive concussion so now he has issues with memory loss
0: yeah and the in the older cousin she's like uh we can't tell anyone about his memory loss
2: who's like 14 if if alex is 12 she's like young she's
0: like we can't tell anyone or else they'll make him live back with me and my mom in the city and, and his it's just, whole
2: life is here and it's
0: just like maybe he needs that because he's wandering out of the house in the middle of the night taking a walk down the highway so maybe we help grandpa out maybe, maybe we help, we help and, out. so
2: like he he essentially goes into these like fugue states where he just does things and then they like snap him out of it but he somehow remembers everything about the chupacabra great until later when that's the thing avoided, that grounds him is chupa, is chupa. um and, and then uh they're like we know his family is out there we need to reunite chupa with the rest of them and then that becomes their whole mission um the other thing that the trailer implies is that like there's this big adventure it's it keeps saying it's a family adventure um, But they never go anywhere?
0: They don't go anywhere. I think it's like 30 minutes before the main kid meets Chupa. Yeah. Like, it is a while before they actually, like, have the kid and extraterrestrial thing meet.
2: What I did appreciate is then it doesn't do the thing of, like, I have to keep this a secret from everyone else. He, like, almost does that but then the younger cousin mamo comes in and he's like i think he oh was. it's a chupacabra i think
0: he would have but then the cousin walked in yeah and was like oh hey what's going on oh, my god there's a chupacabra yeah
2: so there's no and
0: then immediately after that the third cousin's like hey guys what are you oh my god yeah.
2: <laughs> it's, it's not like a how to train your dragons thing where he's like i have to keep this a secret yeah it the, like everyone is in on it immediately so. yeah
0: and then after that the grandpa abuelo walks in good old chava he's like oh yeah that's the trooper (laughs) that's the trooper we gotta keep this a secret kid i
2: trained it with this music box that don't worry (laughs) that's never gonna come up again (laughs) and then then, um grandpa tells alex that they need to fight (laughs) so that he can release his feelings about his dead dad yeah
0: because alex is just holding it all in and and Chava is like, listen, that was my son. It it, it upsets me too. But like, yeah. we have to talk about this. We can't just hold it in. Yeah. And then Alex is like, nah, dog. I'm I'm good. <laughs> and then and then and then so Chava's like,
2: fight me. We're fighting then. If you don't want to talk, then fight. me.
0: And he gets onto his like his luchador outfit and then puts Alex in a little mask too. Yeah. Uh, and then basically, whoops, Alex, because he is a trained luchador versus a twelve year old.
1: Yeah. Shocking.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then he turns his back on Alex after Alex is on the ground. Alex gets upset. Alex does the whole like ah! type of yell, you know? And then pushes, pushes Grandpa. G- his grandfather, who falls back down onto the ground.
2: Cuts to a doctor making a house visit, <laughs> injecting grandpa with something. He's putting a syringe in his arm, and he's like, he needs to rest. How is his memory? And they're all like, so good don't worry about it <laughs> please don't call my mom <laughs> and then, and then the, it's like i i'm trying to think about if the rest of the movie happened in real time i feel like the rest of the movie kind of happens in real time of it's like yeah. whatever is left in that timestamp is them being like all right now we need to get chupa home because suddenly Christian Slater is there. He's in the barn. He shoots the chupacabra with, with trink. the trink gun. Yeah. And then. The- <laughs>
0: but still the kids are like, what?
2: The yeah, the sh- kids are like, no. No one actually tries to step forward. Like, it's like the hold me back, bro thing. Where no, no one yeah. is holding you back. And instead everyone just like. They is just kind like, of
0: watch ah. him take the chupa. They're
2: like, you can't do this. And he's like, you're 12 and I work for the U.S. government, maybe. And then takes it away. <laughs>
0: But then they steal his car. <laughs> they
2: steal his car. He was inside the house. He put the chupacabra in the car. And then they wake Grandpa. Oh, And yeah. they enter him into a new fugue state.
0: Yeah, the Grandpa wakes up and he does not remember basically anything. He thinks Alex is his son. He has
2: whatever that injection is in his system. And then he's not in touch with reality. And then Alex is like, "What? Uh, his Grandpa w- was Azul that mm-hmm. was like part of his that was his luchador name. his stage name and then he was like it's it's your archenemy i forget the name that they use for the archenemy yeah. um but they were like he's here you need to fight him so he puts on his luchador outfit and then sees christian slater and he's like what are you doing in my house after all these years yeah. so he's still aware of time <laughs> um and then-
1: also if he was a luchador he is also aware that half of what happens in the ring is an act
0: mm-hmm. it's
2: never talked
0: about <laughs> not talked about
2: it's like it's like when you're a little kid and you're like wwe is real like yeah uh-huh. they just it's in little kid logic but then the the reality of the movie sticks with that and does not question it uh because there's there's a whole thing earlier where they're like grandpa never lost a fight in the ring it was like you mean the script told him that he never lost a fight yeah. in a ring and then he got a massive concussion <laughs> and then almost died <laughs> anyway he fights off christian slater they get into the truck uh the girl who's like 14 luna is driving the grandpa's in the back seat and they're like see it's chupa remember and he was like
0: oh yeah little
2: guy hey
0: guys sorry What what's happening
2: yeah
1: <laughs> chupa is what grounds him yeah but did they have the air conditioning on when they left chupa in the car
2: they mm. put chupa in a hot car
0: <laughs> <laughs> i mean christian slater is the one that put chupa in a hot car tranquilized yeah yeah
1: does PETA extend to cryptids
0: i hope not because PETA's is like not a good company but that's true <laughs> they, but they are yeah. loud they are they very, are very loud. Yeah. Except with the euthanizing all of those animals. Yeah.
1: Anyway. Uh, uh, what's another loud. good organization? Ch- uh, your local Habitat Humanity. Uh, humanity. Yeah. Habitat for Humanity? Yeah, that's a great Wait, one. Wait, nope. I was thinking of a dog shelter. So
2: Chupacabra... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Christian Slater uh, as it runs after the car or whatever. They get to the desert. They, uh, Humane society.
1: That's what go. I meant to say. <laughs> so they sorry. Go,
2: they go back to the car crash. Yep. Chupa catches a scent he catches something. the scent
0: of his family and then, they're and then running. they run through the desert
2: uh the pace of everyone's runs is also really weird because then it's just suddenly alex and chupa alone in yeah. front of this ravine with a giant pipe over it um alex is like i'll always be with you or whatever that speech is that's in the trailer and then the chupacabra runs across the pipe and he's like wow I did it. This is
0: the end of the movie. And
2: then he turns around.
0: And there's a giant CGI cougar. A
2: cougar is there. Not in, like, the Cougarville way, but a real one. (laughs)
0: Like a bobcat. Yeah. (laughs) Like a mountain lion.
2: (laughs) Yeah. There's a cougar is there.
0: And it's like... (laughs) So he
2: gets up on the pipe, like, trying to back away. Grandpa and the cousins finally show up. Also, Christian Slater has been watching this entire thing through binoculars (laughs) so the grandpa is there he makes himself like really big and chases off the cougar and then he's like yeah Yeah. (laughs) and
0: he chases off the cougar the the the
2: cougar was on screen for maybe 30 seconds to a minute. It. It's yeah, not it, long.
0: And it's because clearly it costs them a lot of money.
2: Because it's not a good coup. It's
0: not good CGI. It it was it was goofy. Goofy looking. Like the proportions of it were way off. Yeah. Like it was cartoonish.
2: Yeah. Are you looking up the camera?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wanna
1: see this abomination?
2: Um and then uh Alex, Alex is, on the, is pipe, on the pipe.
0: And then he and the pipe is falling apart.
2: The, the other thing... Alex has no survival skills. Nope. The other thing is that the pipe is falling apart. There's like a little bit of wire or whatever that is... It's
0: a suspension bridge, basically, yeah. of pipe.
2: There's a wire that goes across the whole thing that is almost a handrail. Alex is holding on to it. The pipe starts to slowly disintegrate. Alex lets go. Yeah, and he lets he's go just, of the
0: one stable thing.
2: And then he's like, I'm going to hold on to this pipe instead. Yeah. It's like, no, you were so close, my yeah. guy. And then... uh the grandpa tries to save him it's the other thing of like no one is actually getting close to him at all that must have been another like cgi thing of like we need to keep you yeah. right here
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, so no, everyone is just like don't fall it's okay and
0: then he screams for help
2: he screams for help chupa comes back
0: he hears the chupa hears the call
2: who yeah and then he um he he, gr- like, he grabs
0: he... alex with his tail yeah uh because we didn't mention this chupa has a really long tail that can also grab things like a monkey yeah um and so he grabs alex's hand with his tail and tries to pull him up but he's not strong enough
2: because they established earlier uh memo was trying to teach him to fly
0: but he's too young he doesn't know how to fly yet and so the pipe breaks and they They both both fall. fall but then right at the last second troopa starts flapping his wings and he learns to fly and he saves Alex and and they and they fly up and then they're like they're all they're they're good and then it's like wow, end end of end of the end of the movie and then Christian Slater shoots the chupacabra again. <laughs> and and he and he and he it's, runs it's off right literally
2: he. They, the camera turns christian slater is there and he, he just point, goes bam he shoots it i burst out laughing when we were watching it and you started going mm, what you Because <laughs> it
0: was like it just felt like the mo- it wasn't ending and it was like that snl sketch if yeah. you yeah. haven't seen it yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Um. by
1: the way that cougar looked like a school mascot's face yeah. was plastered onto yeah. a starving cougar how
0: how well does it show up on your camera. It's the, the picture. It's a little
1: blurry because there's only one, one that shows the... up when you type in yeah, "Chupa movie." Let me tell trigger. you, there's
2: not a whole lot of press about this movie no. that's
3: out there.
1: Is that right?
0: Yeah, that's yeah. it. Can you show your camera to see if our video viewers can can see any of that? I know it's not great for our video viewers. I just don't want to put this in post.
3: <laughs>
2: Listen, it's not better in the movie. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but if,
0: if you're like, head. I really got to see this, go check the movie yeah. on Netflix.
2: It's it's really the movement of it that is yeah, it's real the rough, rough part.
0: Uh, um, anyways, Christian Slater shoots Chupa. Yeah. And then he has a cattle prod. And,
2: and he's like, get back. Stay back.
0: Stay back. Again, and they all do.
2: Everyone stays back. No the, one. The it,
0: man who just uh, fought, I guess, scared off a cougar. It was like
2: that adrenaline is out of my system
0: cattle prod's my biggest weakness that yeah. in <laughs> concussions right like it's <laughs>
2: my two kryptonites <laughs> had traumas and <in> electricity
0: <laughs> i know look i'm quirky that way <laughs> And so they just let Christian Slater go, and then they just kind of, like, stand there. Alex tries to chase them.
2: The running speeds are weird again.
0: But, like, they hold Alex back, and then it's like we cut to, to Christian Slater.
2: He's back in the car uh, that they stole from him. Um, he's driving, and then the parent chupacabra from earlier crashes onto hit the front of his car. Yeah. And then he tries to reverse. He tries to reverse and now there's another one, a really chunky chupacabra. Yeah. And then one a, hits this, the third the one, the roof of the car. Yeah.
0: So there's three
1: big fully grown chupacabras. Which these things look like um, oh the word escaped me, but bad. It, bad <laughs> yeah. Bad, yeah. Uh, it's not sphinx. What was No, that it's the, it's the the lion yeah. with the wings. Yeah. The gr- griffin? The
0: gr- yeah, no. Uh this is really fun for our audience. Lion with wings. We're looking it up. Winged, uh, winged lion, lion. Is, is what, that what you're looking for? <laughs> <laughs> that's really helpful. Come on, guys. Uh, Griffin? Well, because um, well, it, it has, like, the, the hind legs of, like, an eagle or a hawk or something. Oh, a
1: chimera.
2: Yeah. Yeah. A
0: chimera? That's what we're thinking of? Think that's not so. what I'm thinking of, but I guess...
2: That's what I'm thinking of. Okay, then we're yeah, thinking yeah. of chimera.
0: Yeah. No, okay. they
1: look like chimeras. Yes. Wow. That would also explain, the, like almost the exactly. Tail. This is—it's a chimera. Why didn't they just do it? Okay.
2: So Christian Slater, <laughs> he's, he's in taking, his car, three
0: in, three Chupacabras it's, it's deep. Three
2: chimeras.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know you're screwed when you're three uh, Chupacabras deep.
2: Uh, Christian Slater takes the the other. He takes Chupa out of the car, and he's like. Here you go. Like he first well, no, no, he no. tries he, to say, We can work something out.
0: To so the Chupacabras. He gets out of the car with baby chupa and his cattle prod, and he's like, Get back, get back, we can work this out. We can work this out to the chupacabras.
1: And they all well, he should have been speaking Spanish then, right? <laughs> right. Yeah.
2: They all land and then um we should mention throughout the movie, like two or three times now, then uh Abuelo has sprinkled in uh check off suplex.
0: Oh right. Yes, <laughs> yes. Check off suplex that is the term that I coined after watching <laughs> Which <laughs> is which
2: re- <laughs> I forgot to add to my list of very yeah. good band names. <laughs> because
0: when 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 uh, Christian Slater first shows up to their house and is like, Hey, we're looking for this thing, I think you found it, then uh Abuelo the, is, Abuelo is, is like, conscious
2: and in reality.
0: <laughs> do you know what a suplex is? and and Christian Slater is like no can't say that I do. And he, and he explains the suplex and they're like okay that was just a threat. But then at the end in this big standoff the a comes out of nowhere basically while
2: Christian Slater is looking ahead at the three chupa Crabras, understandable a wild sight he puts chupa down and he backs away and then grandpa suplexes him which like <laughs> I know this is the nineties. If you
0: show, if you mention a suplex, you have to show a suplex.
2: Hang on, let me. It's add. the law. ups. suplex. <laughs> suplex. <laughs> okay, that's number six hundred and thirty-one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I know, I know this is the nineties. I know this is also like it's luchadors.
0: Still, luchadors. We're still at WWF, right? WWE.
2: It's not a thing yet. Until but 2002. like, wrestling is still pretty big thing it's just wild to me that like uh the move that they decide to be grandpa's signature move is like the most basic the most basic i know it's hard to execute and like could i physically do it no but it is it's like asking someone skateboarding to do a kickflip which like is also very difficult but like
0: it's the first like trick it's
2: the one that everyone knows and they
0: it's the name that everyone yeah that or an ollie right yeah
2: so it was just like.
0: Kickflip with Chupacabra.
2: <laughs> you didn't want to give him, like, I don't know, a five knuckle shuffle or whatever.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> Chekhov's five knuckle shuffle doesn't quite roll off the tongue. No, it, it is
2: not going on the band list. <laughs> so, anyway, um, this is the last time we see Christian Slater.
0: Yeah, no, they just leave him in the desert, He's right?
2: Suplex in the desert, and they do not come back and to him. And here's
0: my problem, Bryce. Here's my problem. Sorry, I'm watching that scene. No, you're good. (laughs) You're good. I I say Bryce, but also I just mean the audience. You, the audience, yeah. This is a children's adventure, new, interesting creature movie where there's a bad guy trying to get the creature. Bad
2: guy working for Big Company. Big Company. Yeah.
0: And they just leave him, right? And because this came out in 2023, they just leave him. If this movie came out even 20 years ago you know for a fact christian slater would have died and i have a problem with children's movies that are too afraid to kill the bad guy now they yeah because i understand you're like ah people don't need to die we shouldn't show that we shouldn't show kids people th- dying Three, chup- three and a half
2: chupacabras
0: <laughs> who are giant they would have torn him apart you just got to the suplex <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> they would have torn him apart right even if they had just shown like them grabbing Christian Slater, like or, like or like they show them walking towards him, and he's like, "Okay, watch out, watch out!" And then like they, they pounce and they cut away. Right? Or they
2: they do that thing where like they're dragging him away, and you just see him like clawing at. Yeah, the, the that sand. enough
0: would have been fine because now without showing what happens, they leave way too much open.
2: We just see Christian Slater in the desert. We de- like we watched. We waited until the end of the credits. Like Netflix doesn't really do post credit scenes, yeah. but we were just like, is there anything of like...
0: Is there that scene at is, the end?
2: Is there any the follow-up? But now, yeah.
0: way too much is open because they established that some company is trying to get Chupacabra blood.
2: There are essentially no consequences for Christian Slater. Like yeah. he got physically injured and that's it. He got a big old boo-boo yeah. for trying to there kill Chupacabra. There need to be
0: consequences with villains. Right. Yeah. Then, and this is a, this is a big thing with villains nowadays of like they can't die, there can't be there can't be consequences, they can't be terrible people, right? Like yeah, the whole like villains can't be racist anymore thing, mm-hmm. which
2: it's not sympathizing with racism if you're showing that it's the villain being racist. if yeah. you're showing that it's bad. And let your villain example. be bad. Yeah. Let
0: your villain die.
2: Yeah. There's yeah. <laughs> you're cowards. There's a whole like conversation that I won't be able to r- remember. That I've listened to on like the Bechtel cast and other podcasts that I listen to of like movies in the 80s, especially, where just like let's traumatize the kids just a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then they made for great movies that people keep trying to capture with movies like this. They keep trying to get back to that feeling of like the 80s and 90s yes. nostalgia. And they don't do that because it's sanitized. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't, I know if you kill Christian Slater in the sky by being shredded by three chupacabras that that's gonna bring up your pg rating
0: and i get sure. that but nowadays with the ratings being a little more loose yeah i feel like
2: you gotta you, do like, something it,
0: just the scene of them grabbing him flying him off off into the sunset something that would have been like yeah, yeah. it's just hmm.
2: I feel like we normally don't recap the entire movie, but this felt necessary to explain all of the plot holes that are in it. Yeah. So. I enjoyed it. Yeah. So, uh, other plot holes that I want to talk about briefly, um, besides Christian Slater just being left in the desert, um, there's the whole thing where they find out that Grandpa was the one. So, like, he has a different car that he picks Alex up in the airport in, but then you, the car crash scene that you see at night. Of like the big chupacabra getting hit is like a little vw beetle or something yeah. like that
0: it's like a 77 vw Beetle. you
2: see grandpa later had that beetle um but in that whole night sequence Might have been it's '87. <laughs> it how dare you it starts with um the the four of them led by christian slater like those four people with flashlights in the trailer Um, they find the chupacabra, then they find the big chupacabra, then they chase the big chupacabra, holding the little chupacabra, and then it gets hit by a car, they lose it for or they lose it for a little bit, and then it gets hit by the car, and then the big one like distracts everyone else from finding the little one. Um then later on, they there's like a whole other scene where they do like the meanwhile cut to Christian Slater and his group of people, and they're like, Sir, we found something. And they find the crash site, like the beetle is gone, but they find the license plate, and they're telling, like, they're breaking down the scene of what happened to Christian Slater. And then he goes, "Where, where? Well, where'd the big one go?" They're like, "We don't know." They're explaining all of this to him, but he was there. He knows what happened. He was one of the guys that was like, "It went this way," and then they never explain like how the big one got lost or anything like that. That's another. It's just like it wasn't on screen so therefore we don't need to think about it anymore yeah. but it's like i have i have questions for whatever his what richard quinn what did you do to lose this giant chupacabra that was very injured and like very desperate anyway it was re- then they just left him in the des the desert at the end um the other thing is there are all of these local news broadcasts that at one point make it to the u.s so it was a big enough story for them to talk about what happened in san javier in kansas city and
0: yet no one else was looking no it was just this one group
2: it was just christian slater but then there's also no real explanation for like why the chupacabras are on the news in the first place like you see that there are three adults um and then just every once in a while they'll be like yeah goat attacks are on the rise." And then someone in the family turns the TV off. You never yeah. get an explanation for like why they're attacking them or like if they really are not as bad, then people think, is that only when they're babies and they're cutes and then they become adults and they do kill the goats? Like what is what is the repackaging of the chupacabra myth? <laughs> it's not a thing. Um, so I don't get like why there was new co- news coverage in the first place. If it was, I when we were watching it, I thought it was implied that like maybe they don't normally kill the goats but because this one was so injured it needed like more sustenance or whatever and then ended up draining them that and does not they don't talk about it um the intelligence of the chupacabras was really weird to me when we were watching it like there's the thing of uh grandpa tries to pavlov the chupacabra baby (laughs) with a music box it only really happens twice and then uh, Chupa sits there like in the trailer you see him with his thumbs <laughs> holding the music box and like playing with it a little yeah, bit and
0: then he kind of starts dancing yeah
2: and then they show there's a, a scene of him of alex at night bringing chorizo to the chupacabra huh. and chuba does not like chorizo no, and then
0: not a fan of good. I mean, I don't eat pork, but like is but chorizo is good. Yeah.
2: Um, and then he goes up to like his little hidey space in the barn. The scene, and he yeah. He
0: tries. Chupacabra tries to feed Alex.
2: So he yeah he like, he understands like oh you brought me food I bring I will, you I
0: bring food. you food and but he but pulls out a little um, box like a, a box. pen box
2: like, like size of a pen or like a necklace or jewelry box and or it's latched. Like that. It's closed. Alex opens it up. And there's a dead mouse inside. And he goes, huh? Like, he freaks out.
1: Yeah.
2: So, like, Chupa fully understood that, oh, you brought me your food. Let Here me is- get
0: you the food that I kept in my little box, <laughs> latched it, hid it in my little bedroom.
2: Let me show you my trinkets. Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to make it a cat.
2: <laughs> They're trying to make it a cat with thumbs. And they don't need those. They're too smart. <laughs> yeah, it, just head. And then, like the rest of the time then chupa just kind of howls or like the, they fully talk to it in the way that you talk to your pet or whatever but then sometimes there are some scenes where it seems like chupa is responding they sing along together to yeah. the music box there's
0: a scene where alex is like listen chupa we, we can't keep going to the club and chupacabra is like listen listen you you can't tell me what to do he just fully speaks it's really <laughs> weird and then they never acknowledge it yeah. <laughs>
1: I mean, it would explain the uh, the full conversation because you guys mentioned that he talks to the chupacabra i just watch it he talks a lot to the chupacabra he talks a lot
0: to the chupacabra yeah no the chupacabra never talks but i if, wish if there was a scene where he talks and they never acknowledge it again it would have just fit in with the rest of this yeah. movie like uh, <laughs>
2: yeah so he like alex has the same music box and he's like my dad would always sing me this song when I was little. This is, like, the only time you really oh learn anything about This was about a dad. rough
0: scene. It was a rough scene. It was a rough scene to watch. So, Alex... He winds up the music box and it starts playing. And, and, he's starting, and sing he sings along. just full-on sings along to it. And then... I And it just... It was rough. I, I, I'm not trying to be mean. It was just... It was rough.
2: They were trying so hard to make you feel something for, like, kid's dead dad. He is missing his dead dad. And do you remember that his dad is dead? dead and he's not alive and then the chupacabra sings along he starts howling along like cause Alex does, is a 12 year old boy or whatever and doesn't have a great singing voice so then Chupa kind of like matches his pitch
0: but like with oh,
2: so he's trying to sing along and it's
0: and then there's a scene where they howl together um and this this kid does not know how to howl. This is this is me being an asshole adult making fun of <laughs> a, child, a actor. child actor. But like seriously, when you when you ask like a 3-year-old to like howl, they'll go like woo, right? Yeah. That's what this kid did. And he
2: says a woo instead of like awoo! Ow-
0: yeah, like he just goes awoo! Um <laughs> uh,
2: not to pile on making fun of this child actor, but <laughs> in the trailer they do include i think what was your favorite line read where the kids are all cheering in the car and alex goes yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously like something good happens i think they get away from christian slater i think it's the scene where they get away in it's christian when, slater's truck yeah and they're driving away and everyone was like yeah, yeah right and literally alex the star of the movie goes yeah all right it's
2: like He's trying to translate, or he's trying to transli- transition 18. into, a, like, talking to his grandfather who's in the backseat, but the clip that they just used that's in the trailer is both of his other cousins cheering and him going, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> Tight.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I know, we're making fun of a child actor. There was a director on this movie. Mm-hmm. So. Cheer. Yeah. Maybe
2: maybe don't use this particular take yeah anyway (laughs) um alex no longer needs video games to cope with the death of his father God,
0: it's the weirdest so there's so many weird scenes in this movie
2: so he plays his little game boy anytime someone
0: brings his dad up or if he's alone and sad he's playing his game boy
2: or they they at least try to trans they try to show that this kid is a loner he is the only um like basically only non-white kid that is
0: at his school which is just it's not likely it's
2: it's probably not likely (laughs) but like i get it you needed like heavy hand things to get the point across so like he's very self-conscious about like he's very isolated socially very self-conscious about that plays video games he has a weird bully and like a lunch scene who also never comes up again which i was like that if they don't suplex that bully, then what is the point? And then I know. Couldn't. I thought
0: there was going to be another scene where, like, Alex shows up to his middle school and he's like, what up?
2: I like Mexico now, and I like... Yeah! yeah. <laughs> I learned <laughs> Just things. in the middle
0: of the middle school cafeteria. Yeah. Uh,
2: I would have liked the movie more if it did that. But, yeah, but
0: movies, cowards.
2: Anyway, uh, <laughs> he, he plays his video games and his mom tries to talk to him about his trip to Mexico and he's playing the game and he doesn't want to... And then he's on the. His grandpa is driving him back from the airport and he's playing his game when his dad is brought up. And then, which I like, all of this is subtle enough and like normal enough to me of like, kid is uncomfortable that I didn't necessarily associate it with the dad at first yeah. until. <laughs> they... there's, there's
0: literally a scene where the grandpa starts talking about his, about the dad. They're
2: having a good rapport back and forth. They're talking about his dad, like the grandpa was a luchador, and then they say, you know, your dad was also a luchador. Like I was really good at the suplex, but you know who was better? Your dad. And he's talking to him, and then they turn over and you hear the little like bleep bleep bleep. bleep like, he's just
0: on his Game Boy. It's like mid mid conversation. the scene just like the second it gets to zero
2: momentum (laughs) yeah immediately like it had it almost was doing something of like the heavy-handed like I know you're upset kiddo but like we gotta pull together kind of thing Mm -hmm. and then you just turn and he's like giving nothing back and it's I know that's the point but it really slowed the everything down (laughs)
0: yeah it was a weird paced movie yeah
2: it was really fast and really slow at some yeah.
0: points but to finish off this whole alex no longer needs video games to cope with the death of his father <laughs> oh yeah Be- before alex gets onto the plane to go back to america he gives his game boy to abuelo
2: he's on the plane and then
0: he's like oh wait
2: and then he turns back around and he gives it to abuelo, abuelo and Abuelo's is like seriously
0: i can have this game boy with one game <laughs>
2: Yeah, they also established there's only one game in it. Yeah, and then, and he's like, "Yeah, I don't need it. I don't think I need it anymore."
0: I'm good. I'm gonna listen to my cousin's Walkman. Mexican. (laughs) But what's the game? They didn't say. It was just one game.
2: They probably didn't get like licensing okay from Nintendo (laughs) to say a particular game. It
0: was like, (laughs) I'm not trying to say that Mexicans don't need video games, but this movie did
2: this movie did say that this a movie bit. said that
0: a little bit because basically the whole movie was abuelo being like you need to you know take in your mexican heritage like we have this culture this ancient culture and it's deep and strong in our family
2: and you need to be okay with the memory of your dad
0: yeah and and throughout the movie he's he's finding that he's accepting that and the way they ex- they show him accepting that is being like i don't need video games anymore so it re- it, it is saying You don't need video games if you accept
1: your Mexican heritage. It's just wild
2: to me (laughs) that it is... Is
1: that what I needed to do to impress my father?
2: Yeah, the memory of him, at least. Become (laughs) a luchador? Yeah. Suplex your your, your bullies? (laughs) Yeah. It's just wild, like... (laughs) There are so many other issues we could talk about. About, like, it's 2023 and this is still happening. But it's 2023 and you're still making video games, like, an antagonist in your movie? As, like, a shorthand for, like this kid is in a rough spot let's have them play video games
0: it is it's so close to like being a movie that like almost means something because like it's 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 about men and boys being able to express their emotions yeah right in a way that like we we really don't see as men i feel like we aren't really supposed to like, like we're we're changing that right yeah like in in the later stages of life right now but yeah. like, i think that's the plan that's the plan like last time we got together yeah we're, we're working on that one yeah right and <laughs> and like they were like like the abuelo was like we have to talk about our emotions and then Abuelo was like okay if you're not ready to talk let's find another constructive let's outlet let's find an outlet let's yeah. wrestle together i am a trained wrestler yeah let's find this way to get your anger out in a way that is safe
2: because mm-hmm. they're on like a mat and everything like yeah
0: and then it's video games yeah
2: <laughs> and he's he literally says i don't think i need it anymore like yeah. it could have been like another yeah, he's just it, it could have just been like i showed... want you to have
0: this to think about me while i'm right. gone like I'll, his... I'll pick it up next year
2: luna gives him like they she talks to him about uh like music that's like her only real character she's a manic pixie she, she's a very manic pixie dream girl um which is
0: weird to make the cousin a manic pixie dream yeah girl
2: um but she's like she's really into music that's her whole thing um so at the end she gives him like her walkman and she made him a mixtape of uh mexican bands that he should listen to Mm -hmm. and he's like cool thank you so much i'll listen to this when i get home and then she gives him the walkman of like listen to it on the plane um and he's like cool great so like right then he could have given it the video games to her yeah like why does it need to be to the grandpa
0: or the little cousin who like is was, also
2: really into luchador like yeah. that's his whole thing
0: it it was a really like out of place like
2: almost 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 something um we can move on <laughs> because otherwise we'll just they keep made talking cute. about this
1: <laughs> i'm still mad about that they made him cute uh yeah because like, if it is what you said, like a love letter to Spielberg, they, Spielberg was able to market a little scrotum sack. <laughs> and I mean, that yeah, was e. very. Was, popular. was goofy
0: looking. But he was still cute. Like, E.T. does have a cuteness to him. E.T. scared me as a child. I, no, like, like that's, that's a fair. That's too. a common thing. Yeah. But, like, E.T., like, he's got the big eyes, and that, like, humans, we see big eyes, and we're like, oh. That's a cute thing, like big eyes in proportion to the small head.
2: It's a. Um, I had to do an article for. <laughs> work it's, about big, this. it's the baby response, the baby. right? Of like we
0: we instinctually yeah. want to protect babies.
2: There are there are certain features that make us immediately go to like cute, protect. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: And big eye, small head is one of them, right? Yeah. So ET has that. Yeah. Chupa doesn't really have that, but if they they could have still done a lizard, creature that's cute, mm-hmm. like this little thing for our video viewers, it, like it's just little. It's a little, guy. little figure that is a cute little dude
1: it's my little guy that yeah. i picked up a while ago and the, another signature thing about the jupacabra is it's large red eyes yeah yeah and a uh, a green uh almost lizard-like body with a spiked tail yeah large claws
0: and i feel like they could have still done like maybe like less on the teeth like sharp teeth that protrude maybe less spikes maybe the eyes aren't fully red it's just kind of like a red tent it was like but a like, full
2: studio note of like not all kids universally like lizards. You know what everyone loves? Dogs. Let's make yeah. it a dog. And yeah. then they just went with that instead. It's nothing. That's yep. that's also kind of, in my head, related to, like, the 80s, 90s thing of, like, let things be gross. Yeah. Of like, the gremlins? Yeah. E.T. E. T. Scared people. E.T.'s gross. Like, he does have cute features. Mac and me? Yeah. <laughs> He's, like, they made some nasty little guys. Yeah. And people like them. Yeah. Like, all of the, like... Uh, the puppets and stuff in labyrinth, like well,
0: because kids kids like gross things. Kids, like, yeah, kids, like and like it's it's silly to bring up a Marvel movie, but like Ant Man, in that movie, his daughter, mm-hmm. he gives her like this gross little, oh, the nasty toy, a nasty toy, yeah, and she loves it, right? Yeah, like kids do like nasty little guys,
2: and it also could have been another thing of like giving it more depth of this like things aren't what they seem or like there's value in things or whatever you could have given it another layer of like this might be off-putting at first people keep screaming whenever they see the the chupa yeah. but like it's not scary it's it's just a, a new creature that it's a dog with wings yeah and a prehensile tail and they're, like <laughs> that's it and then they could have done something of like no he's friendly like he's not what you think he is like yeah and and they, it's just a dog
0: it's just a it, it 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 reminds me a bit of the original series star trek mm-hmm. uh when there's like they put the horn on the dog it, yeah it's like uh the tele the transporter is making things angry and like they show like this they put this dog in it and it comes back but it's the alien that they put in is a dog with with in, little antennas that they just put on a regular dog that is the alien mm-hmm. that's what this is yeah they even used a real dog and then CGI'd over it so that the actors had something to respond to.
3: Yeah. Uh,
2: we've talked about it already. The CGI was a little rough. That's yeah. all my bullet point says. Of, we've f- talked enough we've, about that, I yeah. feel like. Yeah. Um, it is very positive about Mexican culture and showing why it needs to be celebrated and like kids growing up in this particular time period and maybe hopefully it's a little easier for kids now but like i definitely get it like he's he's the only one uh who can't relate to people in his school and he's very aware of that um they really just double down on it of like he's sitting alone at lunch like he has no friends he yeah. has no like goofy guy that he can bond with over video games or I, anything. i do
0: want to say like him being alone at school the way they showed it, I don't think they were trying to show that it is partly his fault. Mm-hmm. But I took it as it was partly his fault. Because his stuff is spread out? Because all of his stuff is just spread out across the entire lunch table. So, and it's like yeah. one of those like big round lunch tables where it fits like eight or ten kids. Yeah. Right? And his stuff is just all across the table.
2: So it really just looks like he t- claimed this entire table for himself. Yeah. Instead of like, no one likes me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kids. The narrative is kind of clumsy about this, but like it tries or about highlighting Mexican culture besides the luchador stuff. I feel like it's really heavy with that. Um, But there's a a whole brief scene. Grandpa goes missing (laughs) because he's in a fugue state and they have to go and find him. So they go to this marketplace and uh, they separate. And there's some like things that Alex has never seen before. There's like a vendor with whole like barrels or baskets of crickets as like a common snack and Alex is like what is happening and then uh Mamo takes him to a taco stand earlier you saw him with his mom with Alex with his mom in the kitchen and she's like we're having tacos for dinner and he's like I hate tacos and then um (laughs) you see him with Mamo and he's like these tacos are really good and then Mamo is like it's made out of brains and he's like ah and it's it's a, si- it's
0: a silly thing where, like, he's, like, really – he's really enjoying it. And he's like, yeah. yeah, what is this? And then they're, like, brains. Yeah, And then he spits it out.
2: I also don't know how the – like, that is usually served. But uh, the tacos, it's literally just the meat inside the tortilla, and that's it. That's all that he's eating. There's no, like
0: – I think there was maybe sour cream or something, but, like, it was... No, it was just... Really? I yeah. thought I saw something else, but...
2: Not on, like, the ta- like the plate is just, mm. like, tortilla, tortilla, mound of meat. Yeah. He eats it and then spits it out. <laughs> anyway, like, stuff like that to show, like, we're different, but there's value here. Like, yeah. things are good if you give them a chance. Uh, And then that whole market scene is, like, really the only time you see him, like... Outside of the family ranch, essentially. So there's not a whole lot of interacting with like Mexico as a whole. It's mostly just through his family. And that scene is also just in the context of like they were looking for grandpa and then Mamo immediately got distracted. So then it goes back to the plot. And that's like the only. It's very brief and it doesn't really do anything except set up for a, a throwaway joke later where they're walking through the desert and they're like should we get tacos and he's like hopefully without brains this time or something <laughs> like that
1: yeah. so brain's still just meat yeah if you like it i also chillin'. like
0: that they didn't specify brain of what
2: i assumed cow
0: <laughs> They're just like brains it's yeah. brains it's just brains. don't worry about it it's brains
2: uh, <laughs> they briefly mentioned cincinnati in this movie
0: but like in a really because like he's from kansas city and then it was such a weird way. and then like what was it abuelo uh someone was no, just
2: no it was the the doctor that comes to take care of oh abuelo. that's like
0: he's like oh you're alex right you live in cincinnati yeah i went to school in columbus and he's like, like
2: he. He said you lived in school in Cincinnati, and or you lived in Cincinnati, and he goes uh, Kansas City actually, and he's just like I went to school in Columbus, like totally. Yeah. Ignores she's like, Alex. why are
0: we talking about Ohio? Yeah. Like, it's neat for us because we live in Cincinnati, right? It's like one of those things. Where, like, oh, you're mentioning the city we live in. Yeah. Uh, I do feel like it. It's a little less impressive when you live in like a bigger city. I know Cincinnati is a small city in terms of cities, but like we it's are the medium apple. Yeah, we we are from. Bloomington, Indiana. Yeah. Right? It was w- always weird when a show or movie would mention Bloomington, Indiana. Yeah. Cincinnati was still weird, especially in this context. And then they doubled down to be like, I went to school in Columbus. To be like, okay, so you, you're you really, you're really, like, this is ge- geography. It felt
2: like a weird. But why? Written joke. Yeah. Like, like, the writer
0: rec- was just like, I went to school in Columbus. How do I work this in? Yes. Yeah. How do I work this in? Yeah. <laughs>
2: uh production facts yeah we should talk about production yeah uh i feel like i'm teasing the chupa name thing but this is in the production facts Mm -hmm. section that i have stuff about it uh so it was released april 7th 2023 on netflix it has an hour and 35 minute runtime with a pg rating um
0: man if it had a pg rating they could have ambiguously killed off christian slater
2: i agree um it had a 68% on Rotten Tomatoes with a 58% audience score, wow. 48 out of 100 Metacritic. Metacritic always averages from uh, various critics. Uh-huh. Uh, there really wasn't a whole lot of press about this movie, yeah. so this average is from six reviews. Nice. Um, I am
0: surprised that the Rotten Tomato critic score is higher than the audience score.
2: Yeah. Um. So, I have a two-star Google review okay. that I found. I, we don't have to go through this whole thing. I'm going to scroll and show oh, you. Oh,
0: my God. <laughs> the, the... So for, for our viewers who can't see this, which is all of you, it is like... A page. It's a whole page it's a whole of page. a review.
2: I would like to read this because I think this is like... You should totally use this as a monologue to like... Audition for wolves.
0: Bryce, uh, as as a resident like actor who is always the actor in all of our, all of our projects.
2: Yeah, do you want to read do it? Do
0: you wanna do you wanna read this?
1: You want me to read it fast or do you want me to actually read it?
2: Just um just read it. we it our podcast. We do whatever cool. we want. Yeah. Go where the spirit takes you. Right. Um
1: <clears throat> a two star Google review. This was one, if not the worst movie I've ever seen. The movie starts with him getting bullied by some weird school bully, but after that, there's absolutely nothing about it in the entire movie. Also, in the beginning, it shows that his mom and they seem to have a close relationship, but I don't see any of that later, and they just forget about it. The culture and the heritage that he needed to feel in the beginning that he pushed to feel was also completely forgotten about later, and I don't know what what these production people were thinking about, or we're thinking of there i should have been a period yeah. i don't know how it went past the critics and every single i mean okay verbatim past the critics and every single and all those weird stuff they had to go through yeah. but this was one of the worst things ever made by a human being oh my god they forgot everything that was meant to happen they wouldn't too fast from topic to topic. It was so fast-paced that the characters were not fully developed, and honestly, the CGI was just straight garbage. There were also some scenes that made me question the characters, as in one scene where they completely, like, lost while... oh, they were completely like, lost while the guy was carrying away their beloved Chupa, and it was just so heart-wrenching to see just sit there and cry while he just walking away... (laughs) holy yeah they're just they're so like dumb they don't know what they're doing probably one of the worst actors i have seen in my entire life <laughs> like they just sat there and stared and we're like oh my god it's so fun while this guy was taking away their precious little chupa i was it it wasn't only in this scene and many other scenes while well, action was happening they just sat there and started acting and stared and acted Like, they were all that. (laughs) What? (coughs) But they did absolutely nothing there. Was practically no action other than from their grandfather, who was beating up everybody. That part was kind of good. (laughs) It was. (laughs) It was. That scene that I saw, awesome. Uh, That itself gave me two stars. Uh, So everything else was just garbage. It was... It was one, it probably one of the more worst movies I've ever seen, and I cannot stress that enough.
3: I think you can. <laughs>
1: <laughs> During one of the scenes, the main character was waiting at the edge of a cliff for his little friend Chuba to go, and somehow a mountain lion just spawned in while he was chilling there, and it just got so aggressive. And then this dumb boy decided to jump on a really bad pipe, and I don't know what this guy thought he was going to do uh, with all with. All I was going to go to the other side and start singing and dancing because obviously the mountain-like do the same exact thing as him. So not mountain lion, the mountain-like, the
3: mountain-like.
2: Yep.
1: do the same exact thing as him. And I just don't, I question the production.
0: <laughs> no, okay, just for viewers, that one is verbatim and I just don't, I just question the production. <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah. Somehow their grandpa also came in and just totally destroyed that mountain lion like man started screaming and banging himself like a monkey and the mountain lion just got spooks and ran away. I mean, I would do the exact same. (laughs)
3: But also,
1: the kids, going back to that topic, the kids were just chilling there right next to the mountain lion and screaming, Grandfather. And they were just looking, you know, smiling and chilling, all good things. I've also noticed that somehow during a small fight between the boy and their grandfather, the boy manages to set his grandfather in practically a coma. He destroys him. i don't know how that grandfather was a was a very professional wrestler and he let this scrawny two-year-old kid push him and practically kill him he's so grandpa i have no clue how that happened and how any of this garbage got past production all in all they began with a pretty good script and transformed it into something a newborn baby would laugh at with utter disgust i rate this infinite thumbs down. I would have rather have watched Chicken Little in Japanese than this garbage. Now hold on.
0: Two
1: stars. Hold on. (laughs) He gave this two stars. Two stars. He said an infinite
0: thumbs down. Two stars just because the The grandpa grandpa. beats up on everybody? Because
2: of Chekhov's suplex he gave
0: it two stars.
1: I love Chicken Little. (laughs) That is not correct sir. As incorrect as your grammar.
2: I think this person was like doing the speech to text thing, of just like the the stuff where he's like, I don't know, man. It's, like <laughs> anyway, going I, back to the, that topic, I liked
0: the was a was a like <laughs> like that part. Like he like he's like
2: he was into it.
0: I don't know. That grandfather was a was a very professional wrestler. <laughs> he let this scrawny two year old kid push him and practically call him. I have no clue how that happened.
2: I would rather watch Chicken Little in Japanese.
1: <laughs> Honestly, Chicken Little in Japanese sounds like it slaps.
2: I i think it would be fine actually
1: (laughs) two stars two stars that is
2: like this review also came like i was scrolling down i think the average rating is like three and a half stars or something on google um there was a five star review where someone was like i really appreciated the representation of this movie i'm a big fan of cryptids and i liked seeing like part of my culture be brought and highlighted in this way and then i got this review <laughs> <laughs> immediately and i just i thought it was a lot yeah and like i feel i'm always nervous about this because we just talked a lot about a movie that we didn't like but yeah. like being negative makes big emotions yeah but this is insane this is and very funny
1: <laughs> uh, uh
2: yeah and i just i really liked where it ended <laughs> <laughs>
0: Infinite, infinite thumbs, thumbs down. down
2: a newborn baby would laugh at with utter disgust
0: they understand what that means two stars <laughs> two stars
1: it's like after <laughs> all those grammatical errors yeah just a newborn baby would laugh at with utter disgust it's like buddy you already you dropped gotta, the ball quite yeah. a few times <laughs> i do
0: like that like all of this was like the production value was terrible the script and the acting was weird and then this review itself is just really poorly structured <laughs> yeah like
2: <laughs> the script is weird <laughs>
0: uh budget and then success rate yeah was this i mean i know it's netflix so we probably don't know if it was a success or not
2: um according to one single website that i found that did not have a source for it this the budget for this movie was 27 million dollars Okay. Um, that's all I could find. I can I,
0: see why the CGI was so low. I
2: cannot confirm this at all. The CGI is also weird to me that it the production for it is so bleh, yeah. because the guy that was in charge of the, uh, it has like really good credits, like he's worked on Westworld and a bunch of other stuff. That I, I just didn't have enough money. Yeah, in. maybe.
0: I will say the texture of the chupacabras looks fine. Yeah, it's the lighting and and the placement that is is off yeah and obviously this cgi is going to be better than a movie like the live action garfield mm-hmm. sorry fans of the live action garfield <sighs> i'm looking at you brody yeah um <laughs> which one the first or the second one both
2: oh. <laughs> i don't think it matters <laughs> I. it's the principle it's better <laughs> it's fair. better than that but yeah. like
0: rating this for like the times of now mm-hmm. it's rough
2: yeah um yeah box office no idea I I don't know so so there is a tentative agreement with the writers strike as the time of recording um, and one of the things that they talked about that, or like that we saw at least was um, residuals are going to change for writers for streaming because right now they basically get no money mm-hmm. um, and so I was wondering if like because that information is going to be more widely available or if like
0: it's not widely more available. It's not not <clears throat> to the public, yeah. but,
2: like, if there would be any more indication... Because right now it's just, like, a black hole of information. I feel like now you... Or, like, yeah. if if resi- the, the proposed restructuring for residuals is, like, you will get money for a uh, streaming show that you worked on based on the number of viewers or something like that. So, like, you work on a bigger show, you get more money. Great. So, like, maybe there would be some sort of indication for like how successful these movies are because i truly have no idea how you measure the success of chupa when it's a netflix original distributed by netflix i don't don't know no one's really talking about it on my part of the internet that means nothing
0: (laughs) i only saw a trailer because youtube knows i watch trailers
2: exactly uh anyway the movie title
0: oh yeah chupa
2: so the movie title was announced in march of 2023 and then this movie came out in april of 2023 um immediately the internet because it exists pointed out that chupa in spanish is a slang term for bj <laughs> and fellatio <laughs> you, when you when you it's kind of it's almost a command like yeah to suck yes yeah. so <clears throat> you have the cobra part on there and then it's like goat sucker mm. but just chupa like uh is rough um so obviously a lot of jokes but also a lot of people questioning if there was even a single spanish speaker who worked on this movie which was interesting to me because the director is yeah. spanish uh or mexican um and it i had just felt like another studio note thing of like we're going to sanitize this in a weird way um the director claims that this title or he defended it and said that it was done on purpose to show that alex doesn't speak spanish well so this was like so they still his like he didn't know what he was doing no but then the cousin is like do you know what that means
0: it means sucker yeah it so like to me it feels like the studio were white obviously and they're like let's give it a cute name Let's just say Chupa. But I'm just like, why couldn't have someone countered that and be like, what about Chupi or Cobby? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Cob Cob? Choo Choo? Yeah. (laughs)
2: Like, Choo Choo? Steven.
0: Steven. Anything. Choo Choo would have been good because then the Chupa Cobber could have made like a... He
2: would have made a Choo Choo Yeah, he'd be like,
0: Choo Choo. And they're like, oh, your name's Choo Choo. Great. Yeah. Great. I'm a great writer. Would have got
1: me on board. (laughs) (laughs) Two stars. (laughs)
2: Two stars. (laughs) um yeah and then there's also another Chupa Copper movie from 2000 called chupa mm. um this one is a horror movie and it takes place at a national park is that the one you were talking about earlier
1: maybe i thought it was older than that but that might be it
2: there's like zero information on imdb about it besides the fact that it existed and it's
1: there's from a from tra- 2000 I, I watched the trailer i know mm. in my uh i bet it's different than yeah le, uh my Latino folklore class, my teacher showed us the uh, the trailer. I don't remember if it was on YouTube or not.
2: Hmm. Um, well, if anyone has information about other Chupacabra movies, please let us know.
0: Or why they made this a chimera and called it a Chupacabra.
2: That would also be helpful, yeah.
1: <clears throat> if they weren't cowards, they would have done El Cibon. Mm-hmm. That would have been a gnarly movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they are cowards. Do you know yeah.
0: why? Because no one... Is brave enough to be Don Bluth. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Bring, bring back dogs dying on on camera, okay? We we need Don Bluth now
2: back more, from the dead now more than ever. <laughs> Don Bluth, twenty twenty
1: four. That's what's wrong with our uh. world.
2: Anyway, there were three writers credited on this movie, not including the director who Who, Wikipedia credited as a co-writer. Okay.
0: And the director of this movie, uh, for audience and Bryce, director of this movie co-wrote the movie Gravity. Yeah. Which was like a pretty big successful movie. Sandra Bullock and George Clooney. Yeah. Right. And they get like lost in space. Not lost, but like they get out of their space
1: station. It
2: becomes a survival situation in space. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. I remember that.
2: Um yeah t- for the number of plot holes <coughs> and iffy things it, like the problems that we have in this movie four people is just too many for those things to get by but also four is a lot for this m- movie anyway so i think I it's if probably the problem
0: the studio saw the first script and they're like okay we can do stuff mm-hmm. and, then, and then like we need changes and the writer was like mm, no and then they got another writer I, and then another writer
2: i don't know because it was like the there was a brief wikipedia timeline that i saw and it was just so studio it just said uh jonas quaron i hope that's how you pronounce his name the director um it just said like in 2020 he got the green light for this movie Mm. with writers and then it's all three of those other guys that were credited so it really seems like just a bunch of buddies yeah got the green light so i don't know gotcha uh yes he also wrote 2013's gravity the other co-writer slash director was his father alfonso cuaron (laughs) uh who is a very well-known director his uncle is carlos cuaron who is a writer director and his half-brother diego cuaron is an actor Mm. so film connections
0: (laughs) nepotism exists everywhere
2: yeah (laughs) exciting um equality (laughs) according to imdb trivia they did use a dog uh for the cgi stand-in for chupa the dog was named harper uh but the breed of dog is unknown so
0: release the dog breed (laughs) we're going back on strike baby (laughs) (laughs) um
2: and then like we've mentioned so far there have been several comparisons uh to spielberg in reviews and some references in the movie and it's not like the reviews that i saw it's not like people saying like he's on the same level as steven spielberg but it was like this is definitely what he was going for and we oh, can see de- that yeah
0: yeah the camera movements were yeah. very spielberg-esque but not done well there was like a lot of like people were in conversations and the camera would be like yeah and like back and forth but like they would cut on the movement and it was just
2: Oof. yeah um jonas coron said that uh, specifically that every frame is a homage to 90s spielberg um some references that are in the movie there's the jurassic park poster that's in alex's room um richard quinn is confirmed based off of sam neill from jurassic park and then but bad but bad and then the score was like one review called it john williams light so i don't know how directly inspired it was but that was i guess i guess what they were going for does this
1: man know spielberg
2: not that i know of
1: but he sure is trying but
2: i mean if his if his dad is a big deal then i'm sure they've like met
1: yeah i just uh, it's weird referencing and honoring people who are still alive
2: that's true um spielberg is like big enough that people like make references and or homages to him all the time and like he's very influential for people's childhoods and stuff like that um he also said in an interview that um during quarantine then like he watched a lot of spielberg movies so i'm sure that was he's was
1: like i, I can remember. do that yeah how hard can it be yeah, yeah wait for people to die before you
0: honor them <laughs> or put them in the movie
2: or let That's them true. write the fictionalized version of their own story ones. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah i was gonna talk about that at the end so nice. thanks Thanks for ruining that one.
2: Spoilers. Um anyway, so the singing along with the music box is apparently a reference to Gremlins.
0: Yeah, so like that is the flimsiest reference because I like I have not seen Gremlins, but it's a great movie. Yeah. It's a cute scene that they're they are referencing. <laughs> but it's just like singing along to music, very very flimsy be like hmm. this is a reference oh. to when this creature sang along to this music box. Gotcha. Like it's just like, that's it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then just Netflix keeps going for that classic '80s and '90s movie feel. Obviously, one of their biggest successes is Stranger Things. I know that's not a movie, but like that whole vibe. People are really into nostalgia right now. I totally get that. It's not just on Netflix's like shoulders or whatever. But we also talked about we have a ghost, and like that was another thing that we talked about is like
0: it has an 80s feel but it it's has, modern day it
2: has a classic yeah uh, that classic movie feel but that one's very modern where social media is a huge part stranger
0: in things like it the way they've made the story it makes sense that it's in the 80s right they center it around things that are happening in the 80s like with the D craze mm-hmm. and all of, like the devil worshiping and all of that stuff
2: classic 80s devil
0: <clears throat> um This movie did not need to be set in the 90s. I don't think so. The production design, like, the middle school is the only really, like, the only time where you, like, really see, like, 90s dress. But because fashion is so cyclical, Mm -hmm. it just kind of looked like a, I don't know, modern clothes. The only problem is, obviously, like, middle schoolers don't wear those clothes now. Middle schoolers are wearing, like, gym shorts and socks up to here. Uh... (laughs)
1: and t-shirts like those
2: for audio listeners it does not matter where he just showed nope. for, for socks coming up to here um <laughs> i was
1: cheered by a bunch of junior high kids today Nice. they threw their basketball out of bounds and i threw it back and i felt like a champion <laughs> one of the youths the youths they yeah. it's a double-edged sword they'll either make you feel like the worst you've ever felt mm-hmm. or if you do one minor thing the grand champion mm-hmm. of the world
0: yeah uh but none of the other, like, fashion that we see from anyone else, I'm like, yep, that's the 90s.
2: The only reason I can think of why this movie was probably set in the 90s is um, they didn't want to think about the internet. And, like, they t- they have the local news. is like, people are catching on to the chupacabra. And then that's never followed up on or anything. Yeah. So I wonder if they just, like, didn't want to make the internet involved in that. But also, I feel like it would have gotten the same amount of traction. Yeah. Because people believe cryptid stories all the time mm-hmm. on the internet it does not it does not matter it's not going to i hate sometimes how movies are like it went viral this yeah. thing that everyone immediately believed yeah and did not need to double check at all
0: <laughs> yeah it was weird that it was the 90s
2: yeah even when it wasn't the 90s it was weird that it was
0: the 90s <laughs> um i think it's time to rate this movie
2: the <laughs> Yeah, the ultimate <laughs> surprise. Four out of four
3: across it's, the
0: board. Yeah, we, it's, Osc- it's Oscars, baby! Two stars. <laughs> uh, our rating system is out of four or five options. Zero out of four is, oh, no. Oh, God, you need to never make a movie again. Mm-hmm. Signed, Steven Spielberg. One is, that was a movie. It's kind of harsh, Steven. <laughs> Two is, well-made. Three is enjoyable and kind of technically good. Mm -hmm. And four is Oscar worthy. My review for this movie is a one out of four. I think it's our first one out of four on Mm. our podcast. I I don't remember another one out of four. I think two out of four is typically where we go. Did
2: we give 65 a one out of four?
0: No, I think that even got a two out of four. Whoa. Because it was well made, but it wasn't good. This movie... <laughs> and they knew to keep their CGI characters in the dark. Mm-hmm. That's true. This movie wasn't well-made, mm-hmm. and it wasn't good, but it wasn't, you know, an atrocity to movie-making. Yeah. this like There were still good elements, like how close they got to being like, men can share your feelings, yeah. but then it was about video games.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Mine is also one out of four. It was just really almost anything yeah like it wasn't awful it wasn't god-awful it wasn't great they just it really was a movie
0: yeah
3: that's and, about it
0: and we know we aren't the target audience but kids movies can still be good even
2: even for what it was marketing itself as doing it does not deliver on that it does not and that's like I tried to go into it with, like, open mind of, like, okay, it's a kid's movie. Like, some things are going to be cheesy or, like, kind of generic or whatever. But even then, it was just, it just, I mean, you just leave Christian Slater in the desert. He's still there to this yeah. day. Yeah. He's <laughs> and, just being like,
0: guys. Yeah.
2: Guys. Ooh, that was, yeah. <laughs>
0: That's kind of how he sounds. That was better. I don't know if you're familiar with Christian Slater. But he right? sounds like that. But he kind of sounds like that. I, I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so that's a rating for that movie. And as always, at the end of each episode, we talk about a different movie that we've watched somewhat recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, we
2: watched a lot of movies this year, yeah. besides ones that came out this year.
0: And the movie that I, w- I wanted to bring up, because this is apparently an ode to Steven Spielberg, is The Fablemans, which came out in 2022. Yes. Um, Which is about Steven Spielberg's childhood. It was
2: nominated for... A decent amount of Oscars and won none of them.
0: Yeah, I don't think it won anything. Yeah. Uh, it was nominated for Best Picture, maybe yeah. best editing or I
2: know th- I know some best actor categories yeah. and stuff for sure. Yeah.
0: Best uh, like there's one act supporting actor that I could have been like, okay. Yeah. Um I didn't love the movie. No. I I mean I'm also like I like Steven Spielberg. Mm-hmm. Like his movies are, are good, they're fun. I don't think he's my favorite director. I think he's done a lot for the movie industry mm-hmm. and cinema this movie though felt flat and i understand yeah. like this was like this big like this was a, a love story to his family basically like this is it what this movie was
2: a love story to his family and also just like movies as a concept yeah and like it also felt flat to me um of just like hollywood is really Big on like patting itself on the back. Hollywood for... loves
0: Hollywood movies. And yes. that is the only reason this movie got a best Oscar. Our, our or nomination. Yeah. Um, best film nomination.
2: Yeah. It, where it was just like... Like there were... All of the pieces were there. And then just it coming together was just meh. Like... Yeah. Mm, it I
0: felt f- like a lot of short films to me. That oh, were like about... scene the, by scene. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of the scenes weren't really connected. And I think that was partially on purpose. Because I think throughout the film the style does change and it's supposed to show that like his style has changed as he's learned more and like he's, he's gotten better. Um, But it was still just like, they weren't connected enough for it to make sense. There was a lot of disconnect. Mm -hmm. And so like there were some scenes that were fantastic. There is a scene with his character as a kid and his grandfather and his grandfather's going on this long monologue about how he, he and his grandfather, and his mother are different people they're artists right and it's this beautiful emotional scene Mm -hmm. and then like it's just the next scene happens happens yeah um there's
2: also him it's not a bully but like the golden boy like jock dude that everyone loves um and then steven spielberg or like the fictionalized version of steven spielberg um like shot a bunch of video for one of their like a beach trip that the school went on uh and then they showed it at the prom and then the the guy who has been like anti-semitic to Mm -hmm. steven spielberg the whole time um confronts him and he's like why did you make me look like that like the way that he shot him everyone was cheering on as they were watching the video steven
0: spielberg shot him as the golden boy he made him look like a hero and
2: he he showed him that and like this is how other people see you and then that made the guy realize like that's not who i actually am and i feel bad about myself and i should change that like that was also a really interesting scene
0: because the acting because like the the jock confronts steven spielberg in a hallway yeah and the acting from the jock is really good yeah like i don't i don't know if the writing is the best
2: um, but it, it sells what it was trying to do. Yeah,
0: and it's just like, oh wow, like it is obviously a little gimmicky to be like, I saved the day with the power of filmmaking, right? But the the, the lesson here is, look at what you can do with filmmaking, yes. and as filmmakers, I think you know that comes across as a big thing because yeah. we're just like, yeah, if we can make people feel something like really strong, that's great. Mm-hmm. And this guy, and I was just emotional. It
2: was it had depth to it and it showed that this character does have layers as a person and isn't just like he's not just the the anti-semitic dude and he's not just the golden boy like he's both of those and he's confronted with that yeah that's very interesting that's about it yeah like it's kind of um
0: it was a slow watch
2: yeah it is it just
0: it looks great obviously because it's a spielberg movie oh wait no there's one other great scene Mm. with david lynch yeah playing john ford yeah david lynch plays john ford an old filmmaker uh from back in the day Mm -hmm. uh where steven spielberg's character meets john ford um and it's david lynch and he's just like basically giving him a really quick lesson because steven spielberg is like 19 when he's meeting this like legend of a filmmaker and the legend of the filmmaker is being really nice Mm -hmm. he's not showing that he's being nice because he's a hollywood exec at this point and he's just like kind of a jerk yeah And so, like, to Steven Spielberg, he's just like, look at that painting over there. What do you see? Tell me what you see. Where's the horizon? Where's the horizon? Below. Great. What about this painting? Where's the horizon?
3: Above.
2: Great. (laughs)
0: And he's just like, if your horizon is not at the bottom or at the top, it's interesting. If it's in the middle, it fucking sucks. (laughs) Understood? And then Steven Spielberg is like, "Uh uh-huh. He's like, great. Now get out of my fucking office. (laughs) Like
2: so then steven spielberg (laughs) skips away and he's like you that's basically the last shot of the movie Is him like leaving
0: walking through this hollywood lot
2: and then the camera changes because it was the horizon was in the middle and then it changes where the horizon is to make the shot more interesting and like it doesn't cut at all it's like the the camera person it's like you see them realize like yeah 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 so like that's a fun yeah. shot and then it ends there so i appreciated that i wasn't then just like a like a bigger pat on the back of like mm-hmm. and then i changed movies forever yeah <laughs> it was just like if you don't know if you watch this movie with no context of like it's about steven spielberg then it leaves you on like a and that's then he did a career or like yeah. you don't know what happened after that
0: i do like seeing like you know how he got into moviemaking. Yeah. I find that really interesting. Mm-hmm. There are documentaries about this. Like, there are multiple yeah. Steven Spielberg documentaries, I think, at this point. Yeah. Um, especially because he's always been kind of open about his mom mm-hmm. and, like, how close he was with his mom. And that was a big part of this movie. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It was just kind of...
2: The the focus of it also changes. If, like, it is, it's supposed to be a love letter to his family. And then, like, there's just a certain point where you never see... Uh, like his sister his mom like it just it the focus changes to him like trying to yeah be in la and work on his career and stuff
0: i think it would have ended with it was just about his relationship with his family then maybe it would have been yeah but i don't
2: know Cause like,
1: did yeah. Steven Spielberg direct this yes oh yeah. interesting uh yeah when you said documentaries uh, again popped in my mind Wait till people are dead. You do that. Well, um, yeah,
0: because yeah. it's like it's like naming a building after someone who is still alive, and and then it's like two years later, you find out that they committed a hate crime or yeah. assaulted someone,
1: and it's just like, oh no,
2: we got to change the name of the building. What
1: if they thought? Yeah. that's why I voted for Biden.
2: Who's <laughs> never done anything wrong? I've
1: never seen his name on a building.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Clearly,
1: completely clean. That's yeah, a lie. Yeah, so I think
0: that's our other movie for this episode. Mm-hmm. It is a, like it's a good movie. I just don't think it's my favorite movie and yeah. I don't think it deserved the Oscar nomination.
2: I'm I I'm fine with it being nominated. Um I'm glad it didn't win anything.
0: I, the only reason I'm not fine with it being nominated is because any like really well-produced, well-funded Hollywood movie about Hollywood
2: is going to get it. Is going uh, yeah. to get a nomination. Yeah, that's why I'm. I say I'm fine with it being nominated just because, like, I expected it to be yeah. nominated. I think we've talked about movies we're a few about long enough. <laughs> yes,
0: yes, indeed. Thank you, everyone, for watching or listening and/or listening. Maybe you did both. Maybe Ooh. you watched it. You're like, you know what? I wanted to get it
1: differently i'm gonna unmute it yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. or like me who uh, whenever i'm doing chores i just put on a video mm-hmm. and if mm-hmm. i'm doing something that doesn't require me to look at it too much yeah i look at the video yeah then whenever i need to look at what i'm doing i look at what i'm doing i just listen
2: so yeah. we hope uh this was fun to put your laundry away too
1: <laughs> thanks thanks for doing that uh make sure
0: to follow us on all of our places instagram you can subscribe to our patreon that's our place <laughs> that is that is the thing yeah uh, we will have exclusive content on there content earlier before it goes out publicly
2: yeah that's the big thing right now
0: um yeah uh,
2: leave questions comments uh we will respond um either either in one of these episodes or we also have our monthly virtual house sessions episode or podcast yeah. that is a check-in for us and what we're doing so we will most likely answer your questions there
0: Yeah? Yeah. So, we will see you next week.
3: Bye.